All right, here we are. It's the 23rd of July. I know I'm releasing late. I had a busy week. I had to take the week off. No trucks available. Co-driver hit his first deer. If you want to see the deer video, go to TWK Trucking with Kingfish over on YouTube. Yeah, subscribe. Go to TWK Trucking with Kingfish. Same, same name as the podcast. Same name. You'll see a bunch of car videos and a bunch of truck show stuff. Doing Shell Rotella next week. Looking forward to that one. Going to take a lot of photos. You'll see all the photos, short little videos over on YouTube. They're only like two, three minutes long. And then you'll see the deer strike. Now, the reason why I say you see the deer strike, it's not anything gory or anything like that. They got caught with a, with a dash cam. The reason why I'm saying that is that even though this is his first one, he handled it perfectly. Little Tommy hit the deer. He didn't swerve. He didn't overreact. He didn't slam on the brakes. He just hit the thing and then pulled over in the shoulder. And then, you know, checked out the truck. There was some damage to the truck. Uh, a little swearing because he was a little, I think he was a little shocked that, you know, this thing came out of nowhere. Keep in mind, though, when you watch the video, I, I uh, adjusted the exposure a little bit so the deer was easier to see. It was a lot darker than what the photo, you know, the video looks. And the video looks like you could see a lot. It was pretty dark. Somewhere in South Dakota. I'm not sure exactly where. So what else has been going on this week? Well, Went to a car show last week. That one was pretty cool. Took lots of photos. Lots of photos. Turned them into a couple of short little videos. You'll find them on the YouTube channel. Did I mention the YouTube channel? It's TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. Same name as the podcast. Everything's TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. Whether it's uh, the YouTube channel, whether it's the, uh, where else are we at? Facebook. You know, we got a Facebook. We don't do much there, though. Or if it's, you know, here in the podcast, it's all TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. That's what TWK stands for, Trucking with Kingfish. That's all it is. You know, originally I thought, oh, I'll put up TWK so it'll be easy to find. And then somebody created a, a group called uh, Two White Kids. And so then I started going to that instead. So, but I, I still left it in there. I figured, what the heck, why not? So if you type in TWK, it should pop up. TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. It's life-changing. It'll inspire you. And it'll show you, well, actually, it won't. <laughs> I don't know if it'll inspire you, but it certainly will show you a bunch of cool cars. You know, there's a bunch of cool cars, cool trucks. The, the Iowa 80 stuff was amazing. Uh, I think you'll enjoy those videos. They're getting, they're pretty popular over there on YouTube. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know what, you know, there's a couple hundred hits on them anyway. Not thousands, but that's because people don't know they're there. Anyway. I didn't feel like doing anything earlier in the week. I was kind of blah, so I just let it go, and I'm up and off this week because no truck's available. I'm taking somebody else's truck next week because they're going on vacation. I don't know what happens after that. Hopefully, they'll have my truck fixed. It's just front-end damage. Front-end's damage. The hood's damage. Might be some structural damage, but I don't think there is. So I think it's just going to be regular stuff. So anyway, let's get on with the show. Uh, you know what I'll do? It's, it's going to be a long one because there's a lot of stuff. So I'll do about 20, 25 minutes, and then I'll do an episode for tomorrow, and then we'll still have Monday's episode if I can get to it. i got to get over a wedding tomorrow. Looking forward to that. You know, I take go to the TWK, Trucking the Kingfish. Look at the video YouTube channel. Look at the amazing photographs that I took. I think I did a great job at the video, okay? Just amazing. There's just a bunch of photographs that turn them into a short video. And yet, none of my nieces will let me photograph their wedding. You know, because they want to get an expensive photographer. I think they think if they spend a lot of money, they're going to get quality. Well, guess what? They're not. All right. They can have me for free. So, you know what I say? Fondue pot for all of them. They all get fondue pots. 
All right, here we go. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish. Right here. All right. I'm a little late on the news, but here's what we got going on. Uh, last week, looks like July 14th for a couple of days there in Indiana, they were, cops were riding in a passenger seat of big trucks. Ooh, clandestine. And nagging people because they were doing stuff around trucks that they normally wouldn't do around the, the, the cars. So keep that in mind. You know, they're, they're going to, we're seeing more and more of this. They did this in Texas a while back. They did it in Florida. They'd still do it in Florida. So if you're driving around, just be careful. You know, don't do what you shouldn't do, and you should be fine. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here we go. You know, we always get these lists. There's always these lists. Somebody's always putting out a list. And this is a list put out by Migway. I'm not sure who Migway is. But anyway, Migway put this safety list out, nine things. Safety on the road. And then, you know, that's their theme, and I'm not going to read them all off. And then always, you know, here's the nine tips they have for safety. To me, they just seem like common sense, but I guess some people don't. Always wear your seatbelt. One in six truck drivers not wearing their seatbelt. Who the hell doesn't wear their seatbelt? I always wear a seatbelt. It's crazy. I'm going to be sitting in that seat driving 700 miles, and I'm not going to wear my seatbelt. It's not a big deal. Wear your seatbelt. Refrain from using your cell phone while driving. Uh, Well... Yeah, we all use it. If you're going to use it, use a Bluetooth device. Don't, you know, don't hold the thing up to your head. You know, don't text and whatever. Uh, don't watch TV, for God's sakes. But uh, I've seen that. I've seen that quite often. People go around me and they're watching movies while they're driving. It's kind of an irritating, kind of scary. But, you know, use a Bluetooth headset, okay? That, that's how you, it's not a big deal. And always remember that the conversation that you're having is secondary to what you're doing. So if I'm talking to, like, the wife or a buddy or somebody I know, and I drop the phone. I say, got to go, boom. Everybody knows what's going down, and I got to do something for the truck. Remember, the driving a truck is 99% boredom, 1%. Oh, shit. It's the oh, shit we get paid for. All right, drugs and alcohol. Don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. I can't believe they felt like they had to write this down as the, the you know, safety test, but don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. And at 3, 4 in the morning, be careful. Uh, you know, people, you know, leaving, drinking, things like that. Also, if you're tired, don't drive. Driving is the same thing as being on alcohol. It's basically the same thing. You know, you're just as impaired. Uh, keep a healthy stopping distance. Yeah. Make sure you can, make sure you can stop, you know, you know, make sure, um, you know, you're not going to rear in somebody. Don't tailgate. For God's sakes, don't ta- tailgate. Take care of yourself and your health. Yeah, because if you're feeling like shit, you're not going to do good. So take care of your health. Make sure you get good sleep. Keep calm and truck along. Yeah, try to be try not to be an asshole. That's basically what they're saying. Just you know, just be cool. 
You know, shit happens all the time. I'll be driving in the car and people will go, oh my God, doesn't that bother you? Someone cut me off. I'll be like, what are you talking about? Oh, that guy? The one that's in our past? I'm not worried about him anymore. The guy who cut me off, he's in my past. He doesn't concern me. He only concerned me with, when he was in my way. I'm, I'm more concerned about my future. That's what I'm concerned about. Uh, pre-trip inspection. Like seatbelts. You know. Well, actually, I've never had a seatbelt go bad. I mean, I had them stuck in a thing and I had to work them, but that's not, never had one actually break. Uh, you know, do a good pre-trip, check your tires, brakes, lights, all that shit. You know, having proper equipment is going to save you a lot of problems. Be aware of the weather. I have like, oh God, I don't know how many apps I have on my phone. I have a lot of apps on my phone for weather. Check your weather. Make sure you know what's going on. My favorite app for the weather has got to be Dark Skies which is an app that tells me exactly when it's going to start raining where I'm at. Uh, of course I use the weather bug. That's a good one for general weather. Dark skies is more specific to where I'm at. And the one that I really like is this, uh, Oh, I don't know what it's called. Like I radar or something. And what it is, is I'll have to post a show just about some of these that they'll do is they'll talk about what's going, you know, when you're on their I radar, you can actually see the radar map and then you can see where you are in the storm. So you know if you're getting ahead of it or what, or where it's coming down. It's it's really neat. I really like that. And then take care of your small details, the little things. You know, little things like if your back starts to hurt, stretch, uh, stuff like that. Little things can add up real quick. So that's all I got on that. So, you know, but that's their list and then my thoughts on it. But it's not a bad list, but don't worry. Uh, there'll be another list next week, probably most dangerous roads in America or, or roads that drivers hate or worst truck food or some nonsense. There's always a list like that. I always find them entertaining. All right, let's get moving on. All right, let's get on to some more dreary news or evil news. I don't know what you want to call it. Earlier last week, what was it? The 13th. I might've talked about this already. I'm not sure. Cause this is just down the street from me. The pilot truck stop. I can't remember if I talked about this or not. Everybody's been talking about it. Up here. Anyway, in Wisconsin, of course, I wasn't home. The pilot truck stop in Caledonia. Uh, I'm I didn't realize that was actually Caledonia. Anyway, I go there all the time. It's right across the street from the A&W. Really like the A&W. We take the hot route over there sometimes. And uh, it's kind of a dumpy pilot, but kind of small, so I don't go there too much. It used to be down the street from the Schneider Terminal. It used to be a huge Schneider Terminal on the other side of the highway. Anyway, it's not there anymore, so... That's where they sell the, the, the rental cars or wrecked cars, auction block cars, I guess is what you want to call it. Anyway, some idiot, you know, this is like 7 in the morning, 7.15 in the morning. Uh, he came up and he walked up on a 32-year-old man, walked up on a 22-year-old man who was filling up at the gas station. The guy that walked up, the 32-year-old, gunned down the guy filling up his tank. You know, what kind of nonsense is that? Who the hell does it? Oh, did you hear that? That was my cat's. That's crazy. They just they're, they're pissed off because I closed the bedroom door, and they're out there banging on the door because they want to come in, not because they want in here, but because they want attention. That's cats. So it's kind of funny. They're getting kind of old for that stuff. They're like seventeen, eighteen years old. Still act like teenagers, though. <laughs> Shocking. Anyway, it's my cats, <laughs> dude and Chad. Uh, making a mess out there. They're just banging away. They still like to fight. I guess it's a good sign. Not like aggressively, just kind of like wham. Anyway, let's get back to this. You know, I think I like talking about the cats better than I like talking about this nonsense. Anyway, 
it doesn't say here if the 22 year old man, like if it was like a bad deal or something like that, it doesn't say. But anyway, they gunned down the 22 year old at the gas station. It wasn't a driver, it's just a car guy. It doesn't show what kind of car he had. And then what happened was, after he gunned that guy down, he raced down a street to the mobile station two miles away. And then he tried to gun down another guy, I guess. He ran up to him. And the guy that he went up to was an undercover cop. And the cop was off duty. And he got, and the cop reacted, you know, because he's got training. He actually knows how to use his weapon. He gunned down the guy that was coming after him. So there's two dead. The cop got shot, apparently, but he did a great job. Um, so what does this come down to? It comes down to that crazy things could happen at the most unlikely moment. Two, um, if you know if you're gonna carry a firearm, you know be like the cop. Be trained in it. Know exactly what you're doing. Be prepared, because the cop knew what he was doing. He was trained. He could react to it. That's your Second Amendment rights right there. All right. If you're gonna know, if you're gonna carry a weapon, know how to use it. Cop knew how to use it, so he's able to defend himself. All these idiots that are just going to get their concealed carry and walk around because they or go to gun. You know, those guys are useless. But if you want to get training and you want to be serious about it, you know, treat it like the tool and give it the respect it is. So I guess I'm going on a rant here, a gun rant, but sadly, two people died. Why? Nobody knows. Well, the second guy, we know why he died, because he was an asshole. First guy, we don't know. Maybe he was just an innocent victim. We don't know. At least I haven't heard anything about it yet. So, all right, Wisconsin. This one's a little too close to home. This isn't more than 15 minutes away from where I live. So, I don't know. All right, let's get moving on. All right, you probably already heard about this one. This one's insane. Absolutely insane. So, off the I-16, all right, down in Georgia. <laughs> See, it says here, transportation officials in Georgia have shut down a portion of I-16 in both directions after a major dump truck versus bridge strike. Yeah, CDL Life. Go check them out. Anyway, you know what? I like CDL Life news stories. I don't really care for the app. The app doesn't do it for me because it's just too much uh, catfishing, I guess, is what the word they use. I don't know. I just don't care for the app. I never go on there. It's just full of nonsense. But the information they, they do, they do a great job. So anyway, consider the overpass, okay? It's like it's built in sections, okay? It's built in sections. You know, they, they drop the pieces in there. Well, I guess a dump truck was hammering down. Who knows how fast he was going? And there's no injuries, but he was hammered down. They don't have a picture of the truck. But it's what happened was, is he hit this thing so hard that the middle section, he bumped it like six feet. All right? So it's like six feet moved forward. I mean, the whole thing. It's just, it's insane. The, you know, the, the State Route 86 bridge and it shifted nearly six feet. That's just unbelievable. Now, as tight as that is in there, you think that one side or the other would catch or would lodge or whatever. He must have just hit it perfect, and the whole thing just slid. Uh, it's just amazing. But anyway, so I-16 is closed in both directions from exit 71 to exit 78. That's on I Interstate 16, you know, and right there by Gillis Springs. And then, let's see, uh, they got a detour. If you're going westbound, take exit 78, turn right on the Highway 221, go north, left on US-80. West, go through town of Adrian, left onto State Highway 15, re-enter at 16, and exit 71. And then just, you know, the opposite. They're going to, you know, they're probably going to have signs up, you know, for this one. It's just insane. But the whole thing moves six feet. Yeah, you would have to have just hit this thing just perfect for that to happen. 
So somebody's going to be embarrassed. You know, that, that's just insane. You know, I can't even imagine that. Now let's move on to another story. This one's kind of funny. Multiple motorists were ticketed earlier this week after police witnessed taking them photos of an overturned big trick. Overturned, messing my words here. An overturned rigged while driving. So the, you know, so the people were driving, they reached over their phone and they started taking photos while they were driving. So the, so the state police pulled these people over. They gave them a, a ticket for distracted driving, you know, for taking pictures of the truck. It's pretty funny. Unbelievable. But I must admit, I've taken some, I've taken some photos of stuff like that. You know, just, I don't know. Nothing real bad, though. But they must have been really distracted for them to do it. So I don't get it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, now here's something truly stupid over in Australia. I'm sure this has happened here too. Some driver, they got that thing where they hop out of the cars and they start walking and they're doing some weird dance. I guess it's that thing. Anyway, this guy does that with a big truck and he starts walking along it and they took down the video so I can't see it. But so here's what it comes down to. Don't do this in your car. Don't do this in a big truck. Do not put it in drive or first gear or whatever, and then hop out and start dancing next to your car. It's a good way to get yourself or somebody else killed. Just don't do it. And you know what? It doesn't make you look cool. It makes you look like an idiot, okay? You just look like an idiot. So please don't do it. There's Think of something actually cool to do. All right? So let's get moving on. Oh, here we go. Unbelievable. You know, I just love this Wyoming. Talk about really stepping up to the plate. So here's what they did. They wanted to test out this new retention system they have. You know, to see how well it works. It's the truck arrester. Okay, so they took one of their plow trucks. Looks like a plow truck. They filled it with dirt. Okay. So the thing weighs like, I think it says here like 58,000 pounds sand truck. You know, which is basically a plow truck. And had them hit speeds of 60 miles an hour before using the arrester. The arrester stopped the truck and the test was considered a success. Go to Teton uh, Pass Runaway Truck Arrestor Test. You'll see what I'm talking about. So this thing's hammering down Teton Pass. You know, and I mean, it just it just looks like so much fun. I would do this, and I might, I'd probably be scared, but I'd do it anyway. And then he hits the runaway truck ramp, and the arrestor stops the truck. And then the, the dirt that they had back there, sand, went flying. Quite a bit of it went flying over the top of the truck. And the guy reached out and gave a thumbs up that he was okay. And I just thought, wow, Wyoming, what a way to... You know, what a, what a fantastic, real-world testing. You know, that's fantastic, Wyoming. Of course, they probably wanted to get rid of that truck, and they want a new truck, but, you know, I just think that's fantastic. Good for you, Wyoming, you know, because it is a serious issue. we got a runaway truck, so, all right, good for you. Anyway, check out Teton Pass Runaway Truck or, or Trucking Arrest or Test or whatever, and you'll find it over on YouTube probably. All right, let's get moving on. All right, lately we've seen a lot of flooding. We all know where these places are. Let me tell you, I've only been in one flash flood. Now, I wasn't even driving. I was in a passenger seat. It was in New Jersey by Kearney. I think we were by Kearney. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. So anyway, my buddy Andy was driving. Andy's, you know, he's an excellent driver. We started at the same time. And the, the what happened was is it, this New Jersey area flooded. The reason what I'm talking about is I'm just talking about how to react to these things, not so much where it's going on, because it does happen. We've all heard about it, Pennsylvania. Few other places flooded out Detroit recently, so the water came up just below the the door of the truck, so it was pretty high. 
Well, the water was coming back so hard that it pushed the manhole covers off the off the streets, and the water was shooting up about probably about as high as the truck was. I'm not really sure. It's like I said, it was a long time ago. I don't remember. But we clearly were looking up at the top of the water, and it was coming. It was about the size of the manhole, you know. So it was going through like three feet of water, and then still shooting up thirteen, you know, ten, thirteen feet up in the air. It's crazy. It all happened so fast. It was unbelievable how how fast it happened. I didn't even think it had rained that hard. Then we had to go to the rail yard down there. We went into this rail yard, and this is where it got bitchy. So we had to walk through all this crap to get to the rail yard. We get inside. They tell us where to go. We went exact. We did exactly what they said to do. Andy went down a little bit of a like a little dip, and on the bottom of the dip was a railroad track. We ripped off the oil pan. All right, no, you, there's no way you would have known there was even tracks there, and the guy told us to go that way. So ripped off the oil pan, we got stuck. So basically, all I'm saying is, if you get into these flooded areas, you got to make the decision: do I need to move to get out of this, or, you know, if I move, am I going to hit something? Because you can't see what's below the water. That's the problem. So you got to be careful. So keep that in mind. What am I going to do? What am I going to do to stay safe? And maybe not moving might be the better option. Only you can decide at the time and place. For us, probably would have been better if we just sat. Because as soon as we did that, a couple minutes later, I should put a snapping. There's my snap in my fingers. Maybe I should record that and put it in there. Because it probably didn't. There it is again. Probably didn't come through. Because if we wouldn't have moved, you know, it wouldn't have ripped off the oil pan. And then like a couple minutes after that happened, after eating, boom, everything went away. Just went away. It was like it never happened. It was really weird. So, anyway, you got to make that choice for yourself. And just be careful. All right, let's get moving on. All right. They're starting to come down on trucking companies now because, well, a lot of city ordinance, a lot of places are not making any money. All this COVID stuff has cut their budget back. So, here's one. There's the newest one Laredo Police Target Abandoned Box Trailers. So, basically, when they say box trailer, they're talking like 48, 53 foot trailers. Maybe a guy parks on the street, bobtail somewhere, comes back for whatever reason. Trailer's missing, can't park in a lot, not enough room in, a, in their business, park on the street, come back. Well, there's a $300 ticket if it's, you know, if you're lucky. Now, if maybe the tra- trailer isn't even there, so they towed away. So your $300 ticket for parking on the street now can get up to thousands of dollars because they towed it away to a lot. Now they're charging you for storage fee for something you didn't want you know, that you were coming right back to. So if you're down in Laredo, be weary about leaving your trailer anywhere. You know, uh, make sure you got permission or make sure you know you can park there for sure because they are towing these things and they are giving big, huge tickets for this. So it's something to keep an eye out over there in Laredo, okay? So if you're in Laredo, be on the lookout because they're out to get you. All right, let's get moving on. Here's a new story I ran across. You run across this one quite often. Well, not often, but once in a while. So this woman, she's a driver. doesn't say how long she's been driving, but doesn't matter. She's a driver, right? That's all we care about. She's a driver. Truck driver Amy Larkin comes from a long line of truck drivers. So, you know, she's been in the business for a while. Her family's been in the business. She understands it. You know, she's a driver, not a new person. She's a driver, okay? But that is, she had a freak accident with a trailer door that she says nearly cost her a life. So she admits she was tired. It was 1230 at night, 1220 at night. And she noticed the door was open. It was kind of hanging a little funny. 
So she just went back to close the door. And as soon as she went back to close the door, the damn thing fell off and landed on top of her. Now, apparently, and I didn't know this. I never really much thought about it, but the door weighs 170 pounds and it fell right on top of her. So now she's got some issues from that. She's still recovering from it. The hinges, I guess, broke or became unsafe. So I don't know. And she thinks that the aluminum hinges should be replaced with steel to avoid the sort of crumbling. I guess the aluminum was crumbling, which left her in this situation. So Amy Larkin will be, you know, you're in our thoughts and we hope that you'll do better. And uh, hopefully, you know, what you've learned and told others about, I mean, people will think about it. Maybe you won't have any, you might have saved somebody else because I agree. It could easily have killed you. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like earlier this week on Monday, the truck stop in Tennessee at the I-65 at exit 22 in Cornerstone, Cornersville, sorry, Cornersville, Tennessee. Not sure if I've ever been to this one or not. I don't know. They all start to look alike after a while. Burned to the ground. Looked like they had a fire and it's in the kitchen and spread to the rest of the truck stop. And, you know, it's not good. You know, all these great places, especially, you know, the smaller truck stops. I think they're very important and just really sucks when we lose one. So. Hopefully they'll rebuild because we need all the parking we can get, you know, just, but it was a kitchen fire. So, you know, just something to spread. All right, let's get moving on. All right. This one's kind of interesting. The Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance at the CVSA released the results from an unannounced brake inspection enforcement effort ahead of the, screw that one up, ahead of the upcoming brake safety week blitz. Yeah, we'll get these words out. Words, use your words. On July 19th, the CVSA announced that a surprise brake safety day took place throughout the United States, Mexico, and Canada, and on, on May 26, 2021. Inspectors conducted their usual inspections and reported brake-related data to the CVSA. Here's what it comes down to. During this single-day ins- uh, effort, inspectors in Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. conducted 10,091 inspections and placed 1,273 vehicles out of service for brake failures. Most of the inspections, 8,658, took place in the U.S. In Canada, officer, officers conducted 946, and in Canada they did, oh no, no, that's in Canada, 946 in Canada, and 487 inspections in Mexico. The United States service rate for brake inspection violations was 13.3% in the U.S., 11.4% in Canada, and 29 in Mexico. Wow, Mexico really had a great... I mean, 2.9 versus 13.3, that's amazing. Way to go, Mexico. Of course, they did a lot more up here. Anyway, most of the out-of-service orders were issued in the U.S. with a total of 1,151 vehicles removed from roadways due to brake violations. During brake safety day, inspectors focused on brake hoses, tubing, and tubing violations. You know, cracked hoses, things like that. A total of uh, another, where where they go into the glad hand right there. Yeah, that's a... They break there because that's where it bends. Anyway, a total of 1,725 brake hoses and tubing violations were reported. 1,700? Wow, that's a lot. Canada reported 251 chafing violations. Uh, when they say chafing, they probably mean like the the airlines are, are laying on the deck. Yeah, they got, I think it's six inches. They got to be above the, of the catwalk. I'm assuming that's what they mean by chafing violations. You know, and Mexico reported 186, and the U.S. reported 1,288. The CVSA Brake Safety Week enforcement is taking place this year from August 22nd to the 28th, and they're going to concentrate on brake hoses and tubing 
uh, will also be an area of special emphasis. So keep an eye on those brake lines and those hoses. Make sure your hoses, you know, your airlines are above the catwalk. They're not dragging on the catwalk. That's what I think they mean by chafing. It it's, doesn't say, but I'm assuming that's what it means. Because that is a big one, you know. It is a big issue, and you could uh, have problems. Like, I pick up different kinds of trailers, containers, and things like that. I constantly have to adjust that so it's not dragging. Because you don't want them too short. Because if they're too short, you make a turn, you'll pull the airlines right off. Make them too long, and then they're dragging, and then you got issues if you get pulled over. So it's just something to think about. only takes a minute, and besides, you're looking right at it when you're hooking them up. All right, let's get all right, that's it for today's show. Not too much else going on. The last thing I got is Rand McNally launches a new edition of the Atlas. And so they would just, I, I, re, I myself replace these every three to five years because there's so many changes. And I think it's, you know, the, the Atlas is just, you know, it gets tore up from use. And the GPS is great, but the Atlas is excellent. And if you use a Rand McNally GPS, it'll tell you what page to look at on your Atlas, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's a neat feature. But anyway, here's what I like. It's the new 2021, which is on the label. It says 2022. Now, the spiral bound. Now, how did I get mine? It came in the mail. So I got this message from UPS. I had a package on the way. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't order anything from Rand McNally. I usually buy mine at the truck stop because I use the fuel points. I opened the box, and it says I prepaid for it. I'm like, what the hell? So I called Rand McNally. I said, hey, man, can you tell me where this came from? Because I didn't buy this. And it says I paid for it, and I'm not charged for it, so I don't know what's going on here, and I've never ordered anything from Rand McNally. So, you know, I don't see how this could be an accident. And uh, I looked it up, and guess what? It's my buddy Rob, you know, Weezer. Co-driver got hurt, you know, he got hit by the drunk driver. He's still off because he's hurt. I don't want to go in about when he's coming back or not coming back. I have no idea. I don't think he does either, but uh, hopefully it'll be soon. He's a good driver. I miss him as a co-driver, and uh, he's a good, decent person. Little Tommy's filling in for him. Little Tommy's the one who hit the deer. He's a good driver. But Rob's been a friend for a long time, and uh, I'll be glad to have him back. So, but I got lucky. Little Tommy's a good driver. So anyway, and, and even though he tries to pretend like he's grumpy all the time, he's not really, but it's kind of funny to watch. It's like a little, it's like a little, uh, like a little poodle or something trying to pretend like it's like all, you know. And you know, it's just like, come on, give me a break. It's kind of funny to watch. But anyway, uh, Rob sent me the new Weezer. We'll call him Weezer. He wanted to go with Hot Rob, but uh, it just sounded creepy. So anyway, we're going to go with Weezer. So Weezer orders this thing for me. I get in the mail, look it up, call him up. They tell me it's Weezer that sent it. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I love the thing. Every three to five years, you got to replace it. They make so many changes. But if you get one... Yeah, you can get them from the truck stop. Just use your fuel points. Uh, this is not an ad. I just like the damn thing. I think it's important. And then you get the spiral bound edition. The reason why I say that is because if you do it right and you open this thing up as often as you should, the you know the binding will eventually break loose and what have you. And I don't know. I'm just a big fan of the spiral bound. I like the spiral bound edition myself. It's the best version I think they have and well worth it. But I don't know. They made so many so many changes to this thing every year, but I don't think you need to get one every year, just every three to five years. So anyway, that's what I got. Anyway, I'm going to cut this one short. Well, I don't know if it's short. We're at 30 minutes. And then we'll either do probably another one tomorrow. All right, anyway, we'll do another one tomorrow. Ooh, it's hot back here. I got to turn the air conditioner off when I'm recording, and it's just killing me. Anyway, 
I'm going to go ahead and just cut this one off and we will end it here. And that's all we got. And remember, go to the YouTube channel, TWK Trucking with Kingfish and uh, subscribe. A lot of good stuff on there. I think there's like 30 videos. Anything, anything transportation related, I'm going for. So TWK. Okay. Trucking with Kingfish. That's all I got. All right. I hope you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. Stay safe. And fish out. Oh, and buy Hot Logic Stove. They're excellent for cooking. <laughs> That's my commercial. All right. Have a great day.